You're listening to The Universe Unhinged, your weekly news for all things bizarre. I'm Chris. And I'm Liz. All right. Welcome back. Get this party started. Yeah. Uh, So how was your weekend? Not weekend. It's Tuesday. Yeah, what? it was it was Valentine's Day. Oh my gosh! Yesterday, but the I, Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Super Bowl, Valentine's Day, but with the kid, as you know, um, again, <laughs> <laughs> just it's defines your life. Define what I actually did. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so for me, I saw Dua Lipa in concert last night. Do you know who Dua Lipa is? Oh, yeah, yeah. Ah, sure. It yep. was so good. She was amazing. Was so, she live? Oh, my amazing. gosh. She was incredible. And we, like, stepped outside because um, we had, like, really crappy seats in the middle of, no, like, way up top, like, nosebleeds. We stepped outside uh, before the show started, like, in just in the hallway, you know, still inside the arena. And this lady comes up to us and she's like, hey, do you guys want, like, front row seats? We're like, what? what? She literally, she had like a stack of tickets and she's like, yeah, like, here you go. Gave us two seats. We were like, literally, you get like the ground floor and we were like right up front. It was in, they were amazing seats. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. She was amazing though. So any Dua Lipa fans out there, she was well, well worth it. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. So while you were at a concert, I was thinking about, a question of this is a, a serious question that I've been pondering this past week. Okay. <laughs> like, is this your story? Is it, are we well, like getting into it? It, I, uh, it? It'll lead up to it, I guess. But okay. I mean, this is just in question because our podcast is all about things that are just unhinged or pe- things that people do that are unhinged, or maybe it's a story that's just bizarre or weird. Yeah. Um, that's like the basis of our, our podcast. So I started thinking about the wondering, like, are we all just secretly sociopaths that are each on the brink of being unhinged ourselves? I mean, I, yeah, I definitely I think <laughs> there's merit there for you could easily make that case. But what, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, what made you ask that? Okay, so I watched a video on YouTube of Jennifer Lawrence taking a polygraph. Have you seen this? No, not at all. And all okay. like, what a weird concept for a video. I'm like, why would she take a polygraph? Why are people well, watching they- this video of her taking <laughs> yeah. a polygraph? So, yeah, I don't even know how it like popped up on my YouTube. <laughs> but um, apparently, there's a whole thing where different celebrities take like polygraphs, what? and you can watch like their answers and things. Oh my gosh! Was the only one I I watched, but it was honestly pretty funny. Um, so she she um was asked a question along the lines of if a train is moving down the track and about to hit a group of 20 people, do you pull a lever to divert the train so that it only kills one person? Mm-hmm. And her answer was yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, why wouldn't I? So then he asks her, okay, so instead of having to pull the lever to save those 20 people, 
you had to push that one person in front of the train to save those 20 people. Mm-hmm. Would you be able to push that person in front of the train? Yeah. And again, she responded, yes. <laughs> that is, um, yeah. This so, oh, go. go ahead. No, that's the trolley dilemma. We learned about that in psychology classes. Uh, it's what that's like an actual like philosophical question yeah. that they asked. Well, that, yeah, that's why they asked her. Right? Yeah, and they uh, find in studies typically that's funny that she's like, yeah, I would like push the person. Um, isn't that what it was? Like, yeah, typically what you find is people are like, no, I will pull the lever for sure. Like for some reason, pulling a lever, people yeah. will do that, but most people don't actually push the person. So that's like a whole other level. Well, it gets even better because she goes, she goes on to admit that, um, when she that when she's in in the subway that she often thinks about pushing people in front of the track <laughs> okay i don't think that this is normal she's like, I don't think... <laughs> she's like i wouldn't do it but the thought crosses my mind <laughs> okay that is not normal uh that is but I mean, so that just got to me thinking, do we all have these crazy thoughts like that within us? Like things that we know that we would never hopefully do. I mean, I mean, okay. So for example, this, this may sound weird, but sometimes this, (laughs) sometimes when I'm walking down an aisle that's filled with like all glass items. I have this image in my head of myself just taking my hands and smashing every last piece of glass in that aisle. I, I would never do it. I would never do it. But I mean, I have that in my head. I'm like, yeah, that would be amazing. I can see that. <laughs> that feels like that would almost be kind of cathartic to like, just like <laughs> smash all of these things. But that feels cathartic. Whereas pushing someone off, like, feel, like thinking about pushing someone to their death. Like that doesn't give me a feeling of catharsis. Like that is just like that's weird. And hopefully not normal. I don't know about you. That's not a common thought though. But either way, no. I do see what you're saying. No, because because my thinking is if so, if I were asked that question, you know, would you be able to push the person in front of the train? I always think of like a superhero. Like, what would a superhero do? Mm-hmm. And so I have that in my mind. It's like, well, I don't want them to die. Like, I want to try to save them all. Yeah. And I feel like I would have this in my head. Like, is there a way that I could do this? If I did this, could I save these people? And if I did that, what, you know, yeah. thinking of a way to be able to save everybody instead of killing that one person and sacrificing their life to for sure (laughs) yes the like idealistic situation like what's the best yeah Yeah. it just made me think like are we really are we all on that the the edge of being unhinged like that yes (laughs) I I think yes and I think clearly Jennifer Lawrence is maybe a little bit closer to that edge than some (laughs) others but (laughs) it's maybe it's a spectrum (laughs) so Oh man. But anyway, so that brings me to my first story. Um, are you so are you familiar with um the movie Weekend at Bernie's? Have you seen this movie? Yes. Isn't it like the guy dies and then they pretend they like make him 
like like they move his body around and try to make people yeah, convinced yeah, that yeah, he's yeah. not like actually he, dead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's like the president of this this big corporation, and he invites two of his employees to stay the mm-hmm. weekend mm-hmm. Um, at his beach house. Um, and because pl- he was gonna end up killing them, but instead he ends up getting killed instead. Oh, okay, okay. So they end up taking his body and moving it around and pretending like he's still alive the rest of the movie, um, so that they can gain from it like different aspect because he's rich, like, and they yeah. see all these rich people that are around Bernie, like wave to him and say hi and think <laughs> now these two guys are cool because they're <laughs> around Bernie. Totally. Um, and they go on to make a weekend in Bernie's too. And that's a whole nother story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The guy dies again. But, Bernie dead too. Yeah. So my first story takes place in the beautiful country of Ireland. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to set the scene here. So a man, he enters in, to the County Carlo post office. Um, He walks up to the people and he asks to collect um, a pension payment for an older man. The staff refuses him payment and informs him that the account recipient must be present in order to claim the money. Mm -hmm. Um, So he ends up leaving um, kind of upset. (laughs) He goes home. Some hours later, he comes back with a friend of his and in between them is a 66 year old Peter Doyle. I, I don't know if I'm saying that quite right, but it's like Peter Doyle. Okay. Um, the one that they are trying to claim the pension money for. Okay? okay. So he's like standing in the middle of them and two of the guys, one on each side are kind of holding them there. They're like standing next to him. Um, and they're at the counter propping him up. Oh my gosh. That was kind of alarming to one of the staff. Um, So, because this is what the reports say, it says because the staff member asked about his well-being. Apparently, he wasn't looking too well. (laughs) Oh my gosh! If you could see my mouth right now, it is literally like just (laughs) gaping because I. Okay, continue. I'm in this. <laughs> so, so at that point they're standing at their counter and she's like like is this is he okay like he didn't look very well he's kind of slumped over um and they're standing there holding him up and they didn't say anything but i guess they were so scared um that they had been caught they were they were trying to take him there uh to get his his pension money apparently oh my gosh uh, but when asked about the well-being, they dropped the body and they ran. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what? So, so the police were called um, and a neighbor of the um, nearby that lived nearby the post office. I guess it was like a post office slash slash store of some sort, like a little store. Okay. Um. So she lived nearby uh, and said that she had seen two man, two men dragging the body with his feet along the ground inside the post office. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> Where they had, I assume, proceeded to kind of stand him more upright and make him look, I guess, more presentable. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he, it turns out that he was the man's uncle, apparently, the one that originally went into the post office. It was okay. his uncle 
but they had denied that he was dead upon leaving the house. So there's, they say that um, he was still alive at the time. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. We've all, okay. Sorry. Continue. I'm just like, they just, they said that, that he had been ill and had to kind of drag him down there to the post office. And <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. You guys have no credibility at this point, uh, considering you were holding a dead corpse uh, yeah. in an office. So there's no reason here's, for us to believe that he wasn't dead when you left. Yeah. And here's what his friend said. Oh, he probably, this is a direct quote. It says, he probably died in the post office at the ice cream freezer. I'd say that's where he dropped off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> wow is there did you look to see if there was video footage of them in there like were there cameras at all or no i didn't see anything that said that there was like video footage or anything oh um gosh. they did say that there was like a post-mortem examination on the man and it was understood that no foul there was no foul play okay um but who like i i completely think that the guy was dead and they dragged that guy absolutely <laughs> out there oh my gosh that is wild and maybe maybe they could have gotten away with it if they had taken a note or two from weekend and bernie's and watched the movie to see <laughs> how you actually pretend like a guy is still alive put but... some sunglasses on him yeah yeah so see they didn't, they didn't think into that like how to, for them to say that he wasn't dead there did they like was he talking you know, like did they ask that guy questions and they were talking for him well, it just, it just, <laughs> it said as soon as they had gone in, and I guess the guy had asked again about the pension and one of the staff people walked over and saw the older man and the one that was dead and said, like, they questioned his well-being, like, is he okay? Like, what, you know, whatever. And that's when they dropped the body and ran. So not a whole lot was really said, but because they got scared and took off. Yeah. <laughs> but, wow yeah that is crazy uh i am surprised that they didn't find that those two people were just like on drugs because it sounds like they are just <laughs> way out they, there would you ever do that like to anybody no! like, oh my gosh <laughs> and for what a pension paycheck like 300 bucks all for like 300 dollars. i don't know that oh. is insane <laughs> oh not in their right frame of mind for sure. That is not, that yeah. is definitely, they're unhinged <laughs> for sure. Yes, I would agree. I thought that was very, very crazy. So that was my first story. Yep. Oh my gosh. That's great. <laughs> what uh, do you got? Okay. So I've got, so in Vegas, this, this took place in Vegas. Uh, the first uh, news story that was put out uh, came out this last week. So in Las Vegas, there's residents that are complaining about a mysterious black liquid that's falling from the sky and no one knows what it is. What? So like, I, I can't, so allegedly for weeks, there's been black or brown droplets that have been found on the people's, their, their possessions, their cars, their RVs, they've come outside and like, there's just like stuff covered on the, on the cement if there are one guy even said, he's like, I can't even grill outside because I'll get all of this like black gooey, like black liquid stuff that's falling from the sky. It'll get on the food and who knows what the heck this is. Okay. 
It's been going on for weeks. Um, and I found this story being covered by two local news stations, but like, why the heck is no one looking into this further? I like, that doesn't make sense to me. People are saying that potentially it could be grease or oil, but they have no idea. Are they, uh, yeah, go. Are they physically seeing the yes. stuff fall from the sky? Yes. Physically seeing it come fall from the sky. It's like covering their cars. Tested it to no see one's it? tested it. So um, literally they have no, they still have no idea what this is. <laughs> um, one guy says, uh, when being interviewed by the news stations, he was like, you know, I would really like for someone to take action and help me determine what this is and help find a solution. That's his quote. And I was like, yeah, duh. Like you shouldn't even have to say that to it. Like that, the fact that that was like a published statement is like the most obvious thing. Like, um, <laughs> But seriously, the fact that no one is talking about this, except for the two stories that I found is bonkers. It made me think of Chernobyl too. Do you, do you know anything about Chernobyl? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. oh my gosh. Like the worst nuclear disaster in history. Right. And, you know, when the nuclear plant exploded and there were like white particles falling on the city and like, there's like, I don't know if you saw like the HBO show, but they showed I've heard this. Of it. Yeah they show this image of the people coming out of their homes with their kids and they're like playing around in these white particles like snow. The kids are like rolling around in it and making snow angels, not realizing that it's like radioactive, yeah. whatever. So who, again, like it just made me think of that. Cause I'm like, who knows what this stuff is? Um, who knows what companies are involved in this or where it came from? Um, how like, many people did did were, how many witnesses to this were there it's you know the, i mean the whole town it's just obvious like what it's, town was this it's las vegas oh okay yes yeah yeah it's like a small little suburb over there um yeah so no one's claiming responsibility for what the black black drops are at this time and like that's super sad who like i feel like people are gonna have to die before someone does anything about it First thing um, I would do is test it. I totally. mean, dude, totally. <laughs> I completely agree with you. You seriously, like pull up the, like just type in like Las Vegas, mysterious black liquid. And you will see it on like two local stations came out this last week. Tons of re residents complaining about it. The news station is aware. The news station even reached out to, I guess there's like an oil company in the area. They reached out to them and they're like, nope, we haven't had, like, we don't know what it is. And that's it. That's all we've got. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, is it, what I would like to know, okay, I wonder if it, is it like a certain time of day that this is happening? These are all the right. questions that should be answered, like right. figured out. Totally. Is it, does it happen at night? Does it only happen during the day? Is it a certain time of the day? Well, like, is it every day? It's I mean, gotta be during the day because the guy was like, I can't grill. Like, what, what, like, I literally can't even use my grill because when I go outside to grill, my food's just covered in it. So that makes me like, who's grilling at night? And nobody said if it like has a smell or anything like no, that. No, it is so not. I literally could just find those two articles. Um, I mean, there's even one of the articles had like the actual video where it was on like their channel 13 news. So like you can watch it being talked about and it is being talked, but just like, I'm like, why is this not a bigger deal? <laughs> like, 
Like, why is this not I'm national news? I'm trying to news? figure out what possibly it could even be. Do you have any theories? I, about- literally, the only thing, either it's an oil company that explode. I don't know. And maybe something's in the air. Uh, maybe it's chemtrails and they're like spraying (laughs) some stuff on the town of Vegas. I can't wait to discuss that at some point. We'll have to find, if it's in the news, like one week, we'll have to, one of us will have to hopefully bring that up. Totally. Chemtrails. So like maybe. theory in itself. (laughs) Absolutely. But maybe that's what this is. Like who knows? Or I think it's just like some big business had a boo-boo, something went wrong and they're just like, well, Could it potentially be like an air- airplanes flying over and leaking. I don't know. You know ugh, that. How many? I mean, these airplanes just are always flying over Is Vegas, and they're all leaking. Like every, it's still happening. We don't know if it's still happening. Today. I've got the article pulled up, and it was posted February 9th. Uh, and it actually looks like they last updated at February twelfth. So what's that date? Um, well, if you find anything zero. else about this, I would love to. Oh, for sure. Here, here we will- back. I'll stay close to it. Hopefully we'll get okay. some answers. Yeah. I mean, hopefully the town there does too. Cause again, who knows what toxins are in, is in this. And yeah. I hate to see people die and you know, no one does anything until that happens, but. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting for sure. Crazy. Okay. Keep this show rolling. <laughs> um, so this, this next story that I have, uh, pertains to something that happened back in 1977. Okay. But last week marked the 45th anniversary of that particular year. Um, so that's why there's a lot of talk about it again. But uh, multiple people in 1977, this was in West Wales. Wait, did um, you say it was the anniversary of that year? What does it that was, even mean? Sorry, sorry, sorry. It was the anniversary of 1977 last, last yes. week. Well, it was. I mean, February 4th was the year, okay. 45 years later of 1977, February 4th. Cool. Okay, so. I'm with you now. That makes sense. <laughs> But on that specific date um, is a landmark date for many people because that year multiple people claim to have seen silver beings and cigar-shaped aircrafts, um, which still remain a mystery today. And it was only specific to 1977 where it was when all of it started, I guess, popping up, like these different occurrences and stuff. Okay. And it's said to be one of the most uh, remarkable periods in Pembrokeshire's recent history, I guess. A series of key incidents during that year led to the area being given the name Broadhaven Triangle. Um, This is a term that remained even decades on from the reported extraterrestrial experiences. Um, Mm -hmm. Multiple, so on... February 4th, 1977, multiple witnesses, including farmers and school children, witnessed either a landed craft or an unexplained object in the sky. Uh, and some saw a seven foot tall being in silver suits roaming the Welsh countryside. Wow. Yeah. 
Um, and it resulted in the year being known as a significant date in the diary for the local people involved in the sightings, as well as within the global UFO community. On February 4th, there were 14 pupils from Broadhaven Primary that claimed to have seen a UFO landing in the area. Hmm. And then they took the children and separated them all and had them draw out a picture to see like what they had seen. Yeah. And pretty much were all, all of them drew pretty much the same exact thing. Wow. And described it as like a cigar, just like your basic typical looking UFO that you yeah. would like a cigar, but then it's got like the dome top and yeah, all. Totally. Yeah. Classic, classic image. So, yeah, that's the image that all 14 kids pretty much drew. Like they, they separated them and they all had them drawn out. And that's what they all ended up drawing, um, hmm. which is crazy. But that's not like where it ended because on exactly the same day, um, and it's not like this would have been influenced by media reports or anything at the time, but down the road a ways, or I don't, I don't quite know like where, it was in conjunction to this other school, um, to Broadhaven. This was an incident in Broadhaven, but multiple children in Hubberstown near Milford Haven saw a craft hovering in the sky as well. Whoa. Um, and and when was that? This one? Did, was this one? It was the same day. It was the exact same day. And it was two different schools with children saw this like UFO in the sky hovering. Um, this was about 20 kids that had seen it, same thing, cigar shaped. Um, and it was also witnessed by an adult and they were on the playground at the time during their lunch break when they had seen it above them. Wow. So that's just, that's so crazy to me that, that they were, but I mean, that's not even, that's not the only thing because throughout the rest of like 1977, apparently there had been multiple appearances of either encounters of people seeing this craft there was a couple instances where people witnessed actual i guess like alien like people <laughs> i don't know yeah okay it's like you had said that they saw a seven foot being roaming yeah. around the countryside like what did no one so, think to approach this seven foot being or like, okay. and what was the seven foot being doing? Just like hitchhiking where they just like walking through the cornfield and everyone was like, Oh, <laughs> I didn't think anything of it at the time, but now I guess that was kind of weird. Well, they, and plus they didn't have phones. Not that it matters if most of the, pho the, the photos that show up nowadays are blurry anyway. Totally. It's course. not like they had, they had phones that whip out their phone and take a picture and yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. But um, they, so one of the occurring sightings where they actually saw a, like a person or whatever it was, um, she, they were the owners of Havenport Hotel. Okay. And this was described by um, the woman's daughter. Um, and she said, my mother, this, this is very much out of character. She said, my mother is not the type of person to believe in aliens. Um, but one morning she woke up by a buzzing noise and apparently the, the older woman had thought she had left the gas boiler on. So she went downstairs and realized that the noise was coming from outside. And she looked up and saw about a hundred feet away an oval object she could only describe as a spacecraft with lights slowly land 
and then two figures emerged out of it in silver suits. Whoa. Um, and she was so terrified she said because the figures, although she said they were reminiscent of men, had exceptionally long arms and legs and their heads were covered by helmets. And she called, hmm. she described them as creatures. Wow. Um, okay. <laughs> Um, and then another incident, it, a lot of the occurrences that seemed to happen around like this hotel too. Um, it was a reported that a couple were watching TV at about 10 PM and suddenly they were terrified by the aspect of a seven foot tall silver suited being with a black face standing at the window, looking in the top of its head was about the height of the top of the window. So they phoned the police and they came out and were looking around and they right outside the window, there's a rosebush garden and it had been scorched. Like a heat source had been there, had scorched it right what? where that alien figure creature would, had been standing. Oh. I would, I wish, I, I know a lot of people didn't really have cameras, cameras. Like that, I guess, but yeah, I, wish, yeah. I wish there was like photos of that to see. Wow. Um, yeah, but there, that's, not, I mean, all throughout the rest of the time, there was a lot of other instances of people describing the same thing of these people and like describing them like silver suit type things. I don't know. I mean, it could, who knows what it is. It could be government yeah. type stuff. I mean, was it aliens? I, I don't know. <laughs> I think you know, out of all of the things that we're going to talk about in stories over the course of this podcast and what we have talked about, I don't think that there's anything uh, that I hope is true more than alien stories as they come up. <laughs> Because, like, even hearing this, I'm like, man, I hope this is legit. Like, I, I hope that there really were these creatures and that these sightings are legitimate. Yeah, and they say that on average, now, now fast forward to 45 years later, that even now, about 50 people a year contact, um, contact, like, the UFO special agency or whatever and tell them, like, that there's unexplained sightings across Wales. Um, still wonder what's with the air like how let's just assume for a second that let's just let's just assume that that it is true like why do you think that sightings are usually concentrated to certain areas like that that's a good question and see that's the thing too because they said why like there had been people that said oh you know government type stuff you know when people trying to debunk it yeah. And whatever. And they're like, okay, but why now? It didn't happen in 1976. And it didn't really happen like that in 1978. Why 1977? Why mm -hmm. that area? Um, yeah. You and know, the kids, like, why children? It's felt like in a like that story or in a lot of these situations yeah. in Wales, it's a lot of children yeah. that have been right seen above it. two schools. Yep. And like that to me, I'm like, children don't they definitely have an an, imag an active imagination, but they don't oh, yeah. have a reason to lie about something like this either. So not when you have that many people, like kids that were able yeah. to, I believe that they saw that everybody probably saw something. I'm, I have no doubt about that, but yeah. what did they what? see? Yeah. The truth is perhaps out there, but I think only Mulder and Scully. They ever really know. <laughs> Well, did you, sorry, side thing, just on the topic of aliens, have you ever seen the documentary Unacknowledged? No. 
Oh my gosh, this is for you. This is for anyone out there listening. If you want a documentary that is going to change your life and whatever you think you know about aliens, this movie, it, it is incredible. The amount of research, I think the guy's name was like Stephen Greer. The okay. amount of information and he used to like work for the government is it a documentary it's or a documentary it okay. is wild the amount of obvious government involvement in covering up aliens ufos i mean they they have it's it's amazing you seriously need to go check it out and then you oh, we, should, we should talk about it because it is it changed it changed me i will just say that <laughs> okay yeah that's definitely because I feel like this probably will be something that comes up quite a bit, especially totally. with all the different, it seems to be coming back into the news again lately, yeah. different UFO sightings and even like among um, the U.S. Um, uh, Air Force and things like that, seeing spottings mm -hmm. like sky and all that weird footage going on in the past yeah. few years. So, yeah. Wow. That's good though. I It never gets old either, you know, and either alien stories ufo sightings it's always a good good one definitely <laughs> so that was that was my two that stories aliens and um dead bodies being brought back to life <laughs> okay well uh so far i've got the black liquid which that i mean this one doesn't compete with that because that one i i i but it's kind of along the same line so residents now we're going to move over to oklahoma city Hey, back uh, to the US. Back to, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> residents are over in northeast of Oklahoma City in a small town called Luther. They're saying that they're hearing a loud, shrill noise that's keeping them up at night. Again, similar to the like the black liquid in Las Vegas, yeah. no one knows what it is or where it's coming from. <laughs> now, again, I watched a news coverage story where they actually like cat like they showed the recording or they allowed they like uh you know turn the audio clip on of the recording of the noise the residents just like said it was a shrill noise when i heard it it doesn't sound like a shrill noise it sounds like it's just like a loud hum but it is loud and it is very audible um they this say that this isn't that thing like where it was a noise that was causing like government officials to like they were targeting government officials and things like that is it no i don't know about that one this is okay, like well, this is this is fresh this is okay. this is fresh um they say so residents have been saying that they've been hearing it non-stop non-stop for two to three weeks uh that's what the majority of residents are saying now some residents say hey i've been able to hear it for nine weeks and no one's doing anything about it um residents are driving around trying to pinpoint where it's coming from but they can't find the source um the news station that was doing covering the story on this they're like we tried to pinpoint it we sent some reporters out there we can't find where this noise is coming from it is again like can't say this enough it is a very loud hum um and i don't know if maybe the record the way that the recording captured it says it's like makes it sound like a hum they again they say it's a shrill noise but I heard a hum, but either way, it is a loud noise. The only suggestion offered came from a resident who was like, I don't know, maybe it's um, the oil company because there's a well, It's a, we're always going back to the oil. It's always the oil company's fault for something, but they're like, maybe it's the oil company because they have a well site 
in this area. So the resident put a call out to the oil company that has a well site in the area. And uh, they were like, sure, we'll send someone out to check it out. The news station even followed up with the oil company, but they were unable to make contact with anyone there. And that's that. Like, that's that's literally all there is. Um, I definitely, like, it's just wild. that Again, like, no one's talking about it. No one knows what this is. Was it, did they hear it as just, like, nonstop 24-hour type 24 of 24 hours. They say it does not stop. Can anybody else hear it when they everyone come? can hear it? Oh, okay. Even literally, so. the news station is like, no, literally, like here, here you go, and they're like the news reporters out there and like capturing the sound, like hmm. it's it's there. They've tried to trace where it's at, like no one has any idea. Just weird, right? Just like weird. I have no idea what it could be. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I'll have to pull up the the noise for that and hear it myself. Totally. Yes, yes. Because oh, I wonder if I could play it right now. We could like splice it in, you oh, know? Try it. It's out in the Oklahoma countryside where residents say they moved and expected quietness and peacefulness, but have been getting something far beyond the opposite. The sound residents in rural Oklahoma and Lincoln County say is driving them up the wall. Okay, cool. Well, that's the sound. There you go. It's nonstop. That's so weird because the thing I was talking about, it's called the Havana syndrome. Have you heard this? Oh my gosh. Okay. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. But when I was researching this, I mm -hmm. kept seeing Havana syndrome pop up, like just in articles. And I didn't read about it, but I did see that term. So okay. yes, do tell. So this, the Havana syndrome is something that apparently um, had been affecting, I guess, just from what I'm quickly remembering, CIA agents, um, people like that were in government officials and the government, stuff like that. It had been affecting, I think it started in Cuba, but then it, it actually had happened also near the White House as well, okay. um, where different government officials had heard like this noise um and it made them have like a feeling of vertigo brain fog lost wow. balance um loss of vision um headache like that that was the after effects of it and it was they said they described it as like standing inside an invisible beam of energy <laughs> um and then wow. it abruptly stopped um, so I didn't know if this is somehow maybe oh related gosh. to that because it's, it's interesting to kind of scary in one way to think about the different technology that's out there and what could be used against us. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, I feel like this is definitely something to keep an eye on mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, we'll um, have to do whenever this is resurfaces in the news, that makes me think of the whole 5G thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been wanting to talk about me 5G. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm going to be honest. I don't know anything about it, but um, one of my, a pod, a great podcast, if anyone's looking for like just another great, weird podcast, Mysterious oh, I'm Radio. Oh, my I'm gosh. They just did Mysterious Radio. Uh, the woman who does that podcast, she's amazing. She just did a whole episode on 5G. And I haven't listened to it yet, but this kind of just made me think about, ooh, like, what's the conspiracy theory around that? Maybe they're connected. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, when that, when that comes up in the media, we'll have to yeah, find 5G something to cover. Yeah, 5G will have to be its own little separate thing, because there's so much to that. Totally, 
totally. <laughs> I'll say so like I felt like this story was real kind of similar to my first one with like the droplets. Just like in the sense of like no one has any answers. Like what no. is this noise? What is these drops? And then I total transparency, I am not geographically literate and I literally was like, okay, like maybe Oklahoma City and Vegas are real close to each other. <laughs> And like the same thing that's affecting one is affecting the other. So I Google mapped the distance. And in fact, they are 16 hours apart. So I just, if there's anyone wondering, hmm, maybe they're connected. I would just like to say, I checked I'm sure it out. there's people out there that have no clue. So. I don't know. I, mean, I know. I know the Midwest and that's about it. Like anything uh, outside of that, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. So oh, they, they are good. Really yeah. good stories this week. That was fun. That was a good time. I feel that like I... was fun. It, it seems to go really quick too. So. It does, so. which is good. I mean, not good, you know, more <laughs> yeah. not good, but leaves, leaves you wanting more for next week. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Um, I think that's a, yeah. Do you got anything, any finishing notes to add? To... Uh, no, it feels, it feels like a wrap for me. Okay, that's a wrap for me, and we thank you for listening to The Universe Unhinged, and this is Penn, Chris, and this is Liz, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye.